Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, December 22nd edition. I am joined by the king of controversy, Matt Riddle. Matt, how are you? I'm pretty good, bro. How are you? I'm doing great. That's what do you got planned for Christmas? You know, hang out with the family. Didn't take any bookings over the Christmas holidays. Uh, so, yeah, just just really kick my feet up. Catch up on some video games. Nice. That's that's Wait, that's what I've been doing since I've been back. Really, I wrestled uh, wrestled Zack Saber and uh, Kent, and uh, wrestled uh, the Young Bucks at PWG. And uh, you won. You beat the Young Bucks at PWG. Beat the Young Bucks. Wrestled and conquered the Young Bucks with Jeffrey Cobb. So. Jeffrey Cobb. I, I heard that the the crowd was pretty stoked about uh, you two teaming up. They were. Well, they, they had me come out, and then they had Cobb come out like we were going to face each other. Then the Young Bucks came out, and then they were like, it was, it was that mystery vortex. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, so the crowd was pretty stoked. It was a good, it was a good pop, good, good surprise. There was another controversy surrounding you again this weekend, man. It wasn't your fault. No, this, I, I think I heard this one actually from uh, PWG. Is there like, did you know about this? And I told him, I was like, no, like I gave these guys uh, like months notice that once I took the book in with you, that I was going to be a PWG, you know? So, yeah. I was and gonna- you had set, you had said on our show like four times, you had said, California Friday, Flying Saturday, UK Sunday. You had said it well, a million times. Not only did I say it on the show, Sean, I said it to these people. I said to the – well, at least I said it to the person that booked me over there. I mean, think about it. My flight was to leave Saturday, so they knew there was no way I was going to be there Saturday. So, if they thought I was going to be there Saturday, that's ridiculous. It's erroneous. I, I, 
I wanted to say that on Twitter. I didn't want to speak for you, though, but I was like, they booked his flight for Saturday. Matt's not paying his own airfare to the UK. I didn't. I didn't. I can't. I I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. Why would you? It wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't. There were claims that PWG had offered payouts to promotions to get you all out of those. PWG denied that, though. Um, Despite either way, (coughs) either way, uh, you had a pretty good weekend. And there was something Dave Meltzer said on his radio show this weekend that I didn't know if you heard about. Dave Dave Meltzer is a stallion. I know that. He is. He is the godfather of of what we do in wrestling journalism. He said a couple things, actually. He said, I haven't seen this guy since August, and he's already improved even more than when I saw him in August. And he said that he was, like, shocked at the, the progression that you're making, even after he had previously said he was shocked at how quickly you picked it up. Um. Then he said, I've heard WWE has renewed interest in him. What do you know about that? I think, I mean, I think there's a lot of interest in me from all points of view. Uh, the thing is, though, I'm, like I said, I'm really happy where I'm at. I, and when I've talked to the WWE and everybody else, <coughs> I express how happy I am where I'm at, you know, so... You know, like, the one thing I think uh, nobody can offer me right now is, like, just my flexibility of schedule and who I get to work, where I get to work, and just everything else. Like, I I control everything I do right now, so, and uh, nobody can give me that, so. So when's your next booking? Next booking is the 29th for Beyond Wrestling. And then the following one is the 30th for AAW. Where's the AAW one at? Chicago. Nice. And, uh, nice. yep, so I got those. And then then I think it's we're off to the races again, like, you know, two to three shows a weekend after that. So, so I've got absolutely jack shit planned for this show, Matt. So I want to know. What are some of your Christmas traditions with your family? You've got a pretty big family over there. Yeah, you know, well, you know, we do the normal tr- Christmas tree, you know, uh, presents under it. Uh, last year, you know, we, we had the tree. We put the presents under late at night. And then Zachary, uh, my youngest son, snuck out when we were all still sleeping and opened up all the presents and started playing with everything. And then we all woke up to Zach playing with everybody's presents. So usually, but you know, we usually open up presents in the morning as a group. That's a good time. I hate to break up the Christmas talk as I didn't have anything planned for this. And then I get this in my email inbox. The UFC organization was formally notified today that the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency has informed Chris Cyborg Justino of a potential anti-doping violation stemming from an out-of-competition sample collection on December 5th. Wow. Oh, boy. Makes sense. Uh, You know... (laughs) All these people are taking these supplements or whatever they're taking. I mean, 
Oh no. These guys are out of control. Obviously, we will cover that at Fightful.com at length. Does this surprise you at all? No, because she's she's failed tests before, hasn't she? Yes, she so, has. So, no, that just doesn't surprise me. It's like, oh, Maverick failed a marijuana drug test. It's like, son of a bitch. Didn't see that coming. You know, it's like it's Chris Cyborg, you know, failing for probably a diuretic or a steroid yeah, well, or something like that. She's claiming that she can't safely get to 145 right now, like in eight to ten weeks like we talked about. Um, it, it's weird. That whole that whole 145-pound title situation where they put Holly Holm versus Jermaine Durand me and left Cyborg out, a little weird. Um, wow, that is uh, – that essentially – that could end her career, period. Yeah. I mean, as it, as it relates to the UFC, uh, that's – whoo, man, a damn. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. That's rough. That happens. I'm like, I'm like, I'm speechless right now because I'm like, how could you be that fucking stupid, Matt? That they're coming after you hard, hard. Uh, I, I'll tell you this: if I ever fought again for the UFC or anywhere big time, I would quit doing anything, anything, be it. Even if it's prescription nasal spray, you don't take anything, you know, because you can fail for anything. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I don't know what people. You know, are you know what I think of? You know what I think of when I when you say nasal spray? Do you remember the movie Crank? I do remember the movie Crank. My dad's a big fan. He loves With Jason. Jason he loves Jason Statham. He's looking for epinephrine to keep his heart going, and they got Chester from Lincoln Park in the pharmacy, and he's like, nasal spray. Use nasal spray. And he's like got like all the jars, and he's shoving them up his nose. That's a that's an underrated movie. I think that was the, a fun time. I think they cranked, cranked, and then I cranked high voltage. You know, yeah. they were both very you know, underrated features. To be honest, you could probably – like just splice to that together clips of every movie Jason Statham's ever been in and just make Grand Theft Auto the movie out of them. Yeah, well most movies he's in he's driving. So GTA yeah. with Jason Statham. And yeah, you could probably cut edit every scene out of all of his movies and it could be a whole like GTA feature. For sure. We've had a heated conversation on this podcast the last week. Uh in shows that don't involve you. So I'm gonna ask you. Heated. Holy Heated. Shit. Holy. Heated. What are your favorite Christmas movies? Christmas favorite movies. I would say... Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I like The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good one. I'm, yeah, that's, that's one nobody's been bringing up. That is a good one. I like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I like, of course, everybody loves the Christmas story. TVS, I hate a, it. TVS hate is it. a marathon. You know, but, I hate it, Matt. I think it's garbage. 
And I thought it was a D speecher. I thought it was a garbage, uh, overrated piece of shit. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or Christmas uh, whatever it is. That wasn't bad. Hey, are you able to hear me right now? I can hear you. Can okay, you hear good. me? Yes, yes. I just had to make sure. Yes. So, you know, I, I mean, I feel like the Christmas movies are the same. doesn't matter where, where you go, you know. They're all just Christmas movies. My favorites are Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, oh. The Night Before. Uh-huh. You gotta have those, the, man. The, Come on. Well, the Home Alones, I felt like everybody says Home Alone, so... Everybody says that that stupid Christmas Story trash, and what's the other one? Well, Christmas Christmas, I, is, I like Christmas Story. Oh. Oh. After he you introduced me to it. that great horror movie, Matt, I, I, I had higher hopes for you. Well, you know, I think it depends on what you grow up on, and that just reminds me of Christmas, True. Sean. True. Also, I play a lot of board games <laughs> during Christmas. A lot of board games during Christmas. And as I was, sh- I was shopping for my niece and nephew, what I realized, Matt, we grew up in a golden era of board games. Yeah, the well, stuff they the stuff they make now is shit. Well, dude, the technology right now. Like, think about it. Right now, I'm talking to you on like as true. You know, people are watching us talk. It's just. Technology has evolved, you know, from board games. So board games, you know, people aren't like, if anything, adults are playing board games more so than kids these days, for sure. We had the the shoots and ladders. We even had Hungry Hungry Hippos. Guess who? You see, the thing is, Hungry Hungry Hippos, Crossfire. Uh, oh, Crossfire, yes. You break out some Crossfire. I don't care who you are. Kids kids are good. Or, like, you know, even, like, a air hockey table or, you know, a foosball, like the soccer table. right over here. Yeah. Those are good times. But the key is you got to get a quality one. You get, like, a <laughs> yes. trash one, it's going to break, and it's just not – it's not even worth it. You got you to gotta go big or go home. It's like a dirt bike. You remember that mousetrap game that had all those gimmicks on it? You know, it had so many gimmicks. I never was able to set the whole thing up and get it to work. The, the, the mousetrap, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, nope, nope. I have – I eventually just took it apart and used them as weapons for my pro wrestling action figures. Like I would slam the Undertaker on the stairs and drop a marble on Steve Austin's head or the under, or whoever's head it was. That's pretty good. All these, I feel like we're losing our, our we're losing our youth, and then I see these these trash board games being produced, Matt. And it hurts me. It hurts me in the heart when all these kids have to play with is a game that flips a pie into your face. I've seen that, but that kind of looks fun. Like, what do you do to get? How do you get that pie in the face? You just crank it. You roll a dice, oh. and that's it. You roll a dice. You crank the the lever a certain numbers, and if it happens to hit you in the face, that's the game. That's not cool. They need to like do Jenga pie in the face or something. Hey, there you go. Yeah, 
I'm cool. Like, like like I said, technology. Like every kid's got like a Kindle. Like I hate even going out to dinner, and I just see everybody else with their kids out there. I mean, I have kids too, but everybody else out there with their kids, and they just have Kindles in their faces like this. And I'm like, what happened to the family tradition? What happened to family dinners? Pick up a frisbee, kids. Do yeah. something. Run around the yard. Fun fact, I had to teach my wife how to throw a Frisbee last year. She didn't uh, know. You'd be surprised. you know. And the thing is, Frisbee tossing is a good talent to have. It's the same technique works for a boomerang and other throwable objects. I've never thrown a boomerang before. Well, use the same uh, technique you use for a Frisbee and you'll be all right. Hot damn. I need yeah. to try that. So do you travel or anything for the holidays? I know you're in you're in Pennsylvania. Where's the uh, rest of your family at? They're all in Pennsylvania. My wife's family is in Vegas and Washington and Oregon. And I mean I have family in like Vermont as well as Pennsylvania. So your wife does have people in Washington. Maybe when I interviewed you a couple of years ago, were you maybe there? No. I was I wasn't in Washington, def, definitely not. I was not saying, not saying I wouldn't mind, <laughs> but I hear it's beautiful there I, outside of the rain. I heard there's there's a multiple beautiful places in Washington. Well, I can gear up and down the street and see people shitting on the side of the road. So I mean, hey, hey. at least there's that. You know what, though? Uh, that I feel like that happens a lot more places than you think. Really? Well, I, I do live in Kentucky, so like I said, people have crapped in Walmart here. Yeah. Like, legitimately. So, Matt. <laughs> Kentucky. So, you've got this big family. What do you do for Christmas for your kids? Do you go all out? Do you... Do you maybe favor a kid who's been good all year? How do you handle it? You know, the kids and the Christmas, I, I, I don't do anything too crazy. I have, I have a good amount of family members, and uh, right now I'm, like, the only kid that had kids. Yeah. So, like, my kids get spoiled by everybody. So, uh, I really don't even have to buy my kids too many gifts, you know. I kind of get off pretty easy. You know, we get the gifts here, and then we go to the, you know, the family gathering Christmas, and then that's, you know, that's where the kids really, you know, cash in. That's their money in the bank. <laughs> you know, that's their, Seth, that's their Seth Rollins moment. <laughs> Did you ever see where Daniel Cormier was up in the crowd, like, going crazy when Seth Rollins cashed in? Dude, I never saw the clip, but I believe it. Daniel he, he was Cormier going nuts. with this, with this, yeah. Daniel Cormier. Did you watch Raw this week? I didn't. How was Raw? I haven't Bron- been keeping up with the, the the content. It was pretty much just Braun Strowman killing everybody. I mean, like from lower card guys like Sinkara and Titus O'Neil to him showing up in the main event and killing Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, and he suplexed the oh. Christmas tree. Oh, have you suplexed a Christmas tree? He did. Have you ever suplexed a Christmas tree, Matt? No. 
And the hell are you doing with your life? You know what? I think I have, actually. I think... I don't know if it was a vertical or a belly to back, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I've launched a tree with the Christmas variety. Ooh, what? A- <laughs> I went to college. I went to college. One of our viewers says, "Sean, do something that will make Matt cut a promo on you." Well, that's easy. Here you go. Hold on. Hold on. Right here. Right here. There wow. we go. Wow. Hey! No, hey. no comment. No instant what? heat. You're just getting, you're just getting these props out now. Well, I mean, they wanted me to get you to cut a promo. The, I figure you hate pirates. I, I, this is ridiculous. I'm not a listen. You know, I'm from the same state as Johnny Depp. We're born pirates here in Kentucky. Born pirates in Kentucky. The Kentucky pirates over here. My 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 elementary school was the Ewing Elementary Pirates. That's a legit fact. I'm not making that up. That's that's a tra- you're looking like trash, bro. I'm not looking like trash. You're looking like I'm, straight trash. I am in not. your office looking like how a dare pirate. you? It's looking bad. Drinking your water for the well. Pirates like water. They're on the water all the time, Matt. All the time. Get used to it. I mean, that's, that's how it is. For, the, for those of you who are listening via audio, uh, I have some pirate gear on right now, thanks to Google Effects. And I think Matt's a little flustered. I think he's a little intimidated, I, I don't, quite frankly. I don't think it's intimidation. I'm offended. He's afraid. I'm offended. I'm talking he's to afraid him. to say I'm the ta- wrong thing because he might be forced to walk the plank. Talking to a pirate. He's he's gonna swab the deck. I got him all day. Swab the deck. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, listen, Matt. I mean, I got him all day. Did you ever hey, here's one. Here's a good pirate related memory. Turtles in time. You remember that game? One of the greats. Turtles in time. I was playing it just last night with Allison. So you get to that certain point where you, you're walking on the plank and they hit you in the fucking face real hard, or, or you're walking on the ship and you, you hit that area and just the boards from the ship just go bam and crack mm-hmm. you in the face. Mm-hmm. Sons of bitches. That's how it goes. Was it Rocksteady who captained that ship? I don't recall. I don't recall. I feel like it was Rocksteady. There's a lot. Now, of, there's a lot of levels in that game. You really it's get. A great game. It's a. It's a good one. They really put you. They put you through the ringer, though. There's even some bosses where you fight two bosses at a time. Oh yeah. They don't take it easy. They don't take it easy. So so let me see here. I'm pretty sure the Rocksteady captained that ship. Now Seamus played Rocksteady in a movie. Do you, by proxy, hate Seamus because he portrayed a character who was a pirate at one point? Well, Seamus is a fellow Monster Factory alumni. Hey. So. There you go. Uh, I do Does it hurt your heart that, that the Monster Factory produces pirates? No. The Monster Factory has produced multiple talents that I'm not huge fans of. Uh... But uh, but yeah, uh, but no, I I like Seamus. Seamus is all right, you know. 
he, he, you know, he's a he's a decent wrestler. I don't like his promo work too much. I don't like. His, I don't like I don't your. Like his, I don't like his. I don't outfit. like you not cutting a promo on me. I'm giving you all the material right here. Eh, eh, it's not real though. You you don't believe oh, in it. You I don't, don't believe, believe in it. it. I've got the gear, Matt. How you many indie believe- guys? How many indie guys do you see out there that that they wear their T-shirt and some like basketball shorts or something? Nothing against your MMA shorts; it fits your gimmick. But hey, I went the full. I went pirate hat, the the eye patch. Oh. Okay, I'll switch it up. I'll be. Let's see who who else do I got here? I'll be Jerry the King Lawler for you. What you got? You got nothing. You're just, you're just ridiculous. You're sitting over there polishing your royal scepter, doing jack shit. I'm just hanging. You're just polishing up it's all right. day. Got, got the doink for you. You doink got the, the clown. clown. Doink the clown. You got anything for doink? Matt do, you, do you use these on your other shows? Very rarely. Very rarely am I able to find anybody who hates pirates enough for me to use these. Oh, hey. So I'm, I'm the special one. That's pretty... I can be Queen Charmel. Mm. How about that? Or, there we go. Mm. I, don't, I don't like that sound. Here we go. I'll be Bobby Lashley. He wears the headband now. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, he sweats and he works hard. Yeah. So it's like the sweatband works. Remember Lanny Poffo, the genius? I don't. He was Randy Randy Savage's brother. He would always come out with the graduation cap on. You're missing out, Matt. I feel sad that you missed all this this good stuff. Now I can be Kevin Sullivan. Where where is it? There we go. Oh hey, there we go. Kevin, that's Sullivan. what we. And you you haven't cut a single promo yet. I, I, know, I give you. You know, I just I don't even know what to say to you. I feel like you, you know, you, there's nothing I can say to a pirate clown. Sol- a pirate clown. A solvent pirate what? clown. I'm trying to drag it out of you. I mean, you create some controversy on this show every so often, but you're not letting it this week. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's the holidays. I, I feel like it's there's, the there's no controversy. You know, I'm just, and I don't have flow sports in my house. They're not knocking on my door while I'm doing the podcast. So I'm excited about that. Uh, wrestled, you know, big, it was a big weekend. Beat the Bucks and beat Zack Sabre in the same weekend. You know, uh, yeah, just just doing good things, you know. One for you here. I'm going to name off wrestlers, and you will tell me what you would like to give them for Christmas. Ooh, okay. Jeff Cobb. Oh, Jeff Cobb. I would probably get Jeff Cobb a gift card. To where? To. Gift cards are a good gift. Uh, But to where? Like, where? Prior to like honestly that like I would say to uh Denny's. Denny's. Jesus Christ. Uh let's see. Um The Young Bucks. Ooh. The Young Bucks, you know, they're like big kids. 
and I feel like when it comes to wrestling stuff, they probably have everything. Of course. So they have merchandise of everything with their faces and names on it. Yeah, that's on their trunks have their faces on it. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe uh, tickets to the Royal Rumble. Tickets to the Royal Rumble. Like they need those. I'm going to the Royal Rumble. Oh, I'll be hey. there. So you'll be, be you'll be in Texas? Yeah, I'll be in San Antonio uh, Saturday come, and Sunday night. You coming to Evolve? When is it? You're trash. Well, no, I, I need to know what time trash. it is. I don't know what time they run the show. Sometimes they do them in the afternoon. Sometimes they do them at night. I'll look it up right now. Dude, I'm going to be there wrestling like the day, uh, the day before the day of or – Maybe two days before, either Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Okay, see, I was looking here. One of the shows is at, at 6 p.m. Wait, no, that's that's okay. Oh, okay, Saturday, 2 p.m. That's all I needed to know because I'll be at NXT that night. You know what? Maybe I make an appearance there at Evolve. Hot damn, I didn't even know you were going to be there, Matt. That's right. We piggyback off those guys. That's what we do. And then we There's get those. wrong with that. That's it. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's more, Let me it's peep more out than the tickets it's more here. Than, it's more than Rumble weekend. That's, that's true. That's very true. That's Maybe I, I can get some it. tickets. I go to the Evolve section. Okay, all the tickets are at TicketFly. Let me, let me walk people through this ticket situation. Huh? They're, they're pricey. They're pricey. I'll still do it, but they're pricey. You're you're getting a, a premium product. That's true. That's true. See, and what's pricey? A, I don't know. I, I haven't looked. It says twenty five to sixty bucks. Twenty five isn't I pricey should, at all. Sixty's not really pricey come on, either. Come on, bro. <laughs> busting balls here. I'm busting balls here. Yeah, I I really. Listen, Matt, I'm plugged into wrestling MMA nonstop. Nonstop. I don't always know a month ahead of time, six weeks ahead of time when Evolve is running shows. You are going to be in the same city. You're traveling from your home city, Kentucky, so will I. I We are going to be flying on planes to the same airport. (laughs) And we're going to be watching wrestling in the same city. And I'm wrestling in that city. And you weren't going to see me. And I do a podcast with you weekly. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna come. Hey, Reckless. Listen, I was given tickets to the Royal Rumble and NXT. So I'm beholden to, to spend some time with that person while I work. Those people, rather. I will say, hey. I want to go watch Matt Riddle wrestle. And I think they'll be like, yo, I think you're right. I think we all should, and it will be a treat for all of us. I, I think they'll say, fuck him. He doesn't like pirates. Uh, they, I will say that, and they might say <laughs> that, and that's whatever. If, that's, if they feel that strongly about pirates, I don't. they don't have to come to the show. That's not what Evolve's about. By the, by the way, we aren't. I, I'm not taking shots at Lewis London or anything. I just thought it was funny. Like, there's this big thing that like, everybody thinks that Matt hates pirates now. I hate the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I think they're trash. I think they're garbage. I, I agree. Garbage. I, I didn't like Titanic. I didn't like Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I could go on with boat movies a lot. 
There's some good um, ones, but not really. Same thing with boat video games. Not a big fan. Boat video games, like like Hydro Thunder. Maybe even like a Jet Moto. I even considered that a boat game. It's like a jet. So I'm look. I'm looking. Uh, this event is about nine minutes from where I am staying. Four point one miles. I think I can swing this, Matt. If uh, you don't show up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Texas, we're going to have problems. I'll show up in Kentucky. Are you going to beat me up, Matt? I'm not going to say anything just in case <laughs> anything happens. Because, oh, I'm, because I'm not that kind of guy. You're not that kind of guy. You told me you told me a couple of weeks ago that you threatened to kill a guy because his friends pissed on your door. That's a reasonable reason to beat the shit out of somebody and threaten sure. their life. I think so. He he thought so. He didn't he, he was a cop. He could have done something. He could have been like yeah. my UFC fighter neighbor threatened my life. You know, he could have just left out the part that my friends pissed on the door, and I could have brought that up, and they still probably would have, like, put me in jail. I don't know if you heard about this. To get back into wrestling a little bit, Randy Orton says that he's, like, got 10 more years in wrestling. I want to ask you, how much longer do you think you have in wrestling? Now, I know you're just starting. One year. One one year year left. (laughs) Your contract's longer than one year, Matt. I got one year left in me, and it's, I'm a shoot. God. I'm a it's, woo. no. Uh, I I think uh, I the way I wrestle, I'm I'm extremely safe. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, it's hard to tell. I would like to say at least like if I wanted to push it till 45, if I yeah. wanted to push it, I feel like I'm athletic enough, strong enough. And I don't do anything crazy. I'm not doing top rope drop kicks or swan times. Like, not saying I haven't done any, but like, I normally don't do any of that stuff on the rig. You know, most of my stuff is mat based, strike based, and like just suplex based, you know? And like, in taking moves really isn't that bad. And most of the guys I work with, you know, they're more than happy to work my style rather than work a you know, a hard, not even harder, but a more intensive, like, intense body style, like where you just take too many bumps and hurt yourself. I'll ask you this. You didn't wrestle in your 20s, but you did compete in MMA. You went through weight cuts. You went through weight cuts when you were younger. Do you think that had more of an adverse effect on your body than wrestling would have or not? Because, I mean, in wrestling, you're bumping a lot. And... uh because you did that stuff, it allowed you to work this style today that doesn't require you to bump a whole lot. Yeah, uh, I think uh, all the weight cutting stuff did hurt me a little bit. But at the same time, 
like you said, it allows me to work this style today. And I feel like if I would have wrestled when I was younger and didn't have the MMA background I have, I probably would have been doing the more high-risk, more dangerous stuff. And I'd probably have more injuries like I see with, like, you know, the other guys I work with and wrestle with. Because everybody I usually work with, they have, like, some nagging injury, you know. Yeah, I always wondered. I'm like, okay, well, he he trained a lot, and like, I, I would I've trained with some UFC and Bellator guys, and the amount that they trained, I would imagine, not near the level that that you had trained because you were uh, had there been rankings back then, you would have been a top fifteen welterweight. And it's like the amount that goes into that versus just getting to the UFC, I I couldn't imagine, and I always wondered like, what would have been worse? Would have been the road? Would have been that? But uh, you see guys in Japan who work in their late 40s all the time, and they do that a, a very similar – I don't want to say similar style, but they do play the same type of thing, only they're getting dropped on their heads and stuff. You're not getting dropped on your head. No, and, and the thing is, I know this sounds reckless, but they, those like drops on their heads, like some of them are bad, but a lot of them are like those snap rolling suplexes, kind of like what Taz used to do. And – if you're, you know, if you're flexible and you time it right, like, those are easier to take than, like, just a big back bump. Like, I would say the worst bump to take is, like, a big high back body drop. You know, like, you're getting that, that always terrified me. Like, when they would call that in the ring and I would have to take it, it scared the living shit out of me, Matt. Like, any other move I was cool with, like, pile drivers, whatever. It was that, and I don't know why. Like, Triple H has been on record, and he said, the thing that I don't do, I don't get tossed through the ropes into the ring post. And there, there are just some moves, I guess. Is there a certain move, like like maybe it is a back body drop, that you're like, I don't know if I'm cool with that. No, I'm, I'm basically cool with anything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Even a, I'm- even a low blow from a pirate? Low dude, I said yes in the back. You took it. I took, took it. it. I did my job. <clears throat> job squad. Oh, I dropped my 2016. My headphones came out for a second. Jesus. But yeah, you know, yeah. If that's the finish, you know, low blow, you do it. I'm so proud of you. You're, you're letting go of your pirate hate, and I'm very happy about it because that's the thing that got you the most shit on Twitter. That's that's the thing I heard most. Now I ask you, what are your New Year's Eve traditions? Ooh. Well, my New Year's Eve traditions are pretty, you know, basic. I got like I got the kids, so I really don't do anything. Uh this year I'll be flying in from Chicago the thirty first. So I'll be getting in and then you know, I I don't know what I'll be doing this year. But uh, usually I just hang out with the family, get some get some hot apps, make some hot appetizers, maybe some pigs in a blanket. Ooh, maybe uh, a fan of those. Yeah, maybe some, uh, you know, maybe some homemade pizza, you know, some some stuff like that. Just a plethora of snacks. Eat eat my way into the new year. That's what I usually do. Eat and drink my way into the new year. That's what the holidays are for me. I just, I am already like 210, 215. Like, 
and I was like 195 when I got back from China. So I'm just I'm just balloon. I'm just ballooning up. What was what was wow. the the weight? Or, I mean, you you probably dropped weight in China, right? What was that the food situation like over there? The food situation, you know, it was different. It was unique, like a lot of fish heads and pig's feet and other things. But they also had, like, noodle houses. Like, they they they, they, they know how to do their noodles and rice right, for sure. Uh, we went to, like, a Mongolian, like, meat house where, like, we just ate tons of lamb and chicken and beef and all that and we boiled it in like a spicy Mongolian broth. It was pretty that was tasty. Like so it, it was good, but it wasn't like like American food is like it sticks to your ribs. Like even like the healthier food here sticks to your ribs, you know? Well like their food, like boiling like meat in like spicy water isn't really like Rip yeah. sticking, like yeah, I'll fill you up, but then you're gonna be like, if you're me or you, you'll be hungry in like a couple hours, you know. I can't believe I forgot to ask you about this Saturday night after Mickey Gall beat Sage Northcut UFC on Fox Twenty Two. He called out, Dude. "Your boy, I know. Dan Hardy." I know. What do you think of the call out from him, dude? The guy's a modern day Matt Riddle. He's killing it. it. You know, I hope if he gets the fight, I'm gonna be like, I don't know what Mickey Gall did or said or who he knows, but they are giving him all the all the matches I would have loved. Like if I was in the UFC and they're like, Yeah, Matt, you're gonna fight CM Punk, then you're gonna fight Sage Northcutt, and then you're gonna fight <laughs> Dan Hardy. I'd be like, Yes, but I basically like at the time, yeah. Yeah, because at the time I felt like John McGuire, like Shay Mills, like, I don't know. It well, speaking good. of modern-day Matt Riddle. Chris Clements. Dan, Dan Hardy rejected the fight. Well, of course he did. And I was like, the guarantee he has some medical condition and he can't fight again. He says, I almost spat my tea out. It was like 4 in the morning and I wasn't expecting it. I'm not looking at knocking off a future contender that I'm possibly going to be commentating for in the future. If I was going to fight, I'd want to fight a veteran. I want to fight somebody that has 20 or 30 fights that, is, that has a matured game and is sure their fighting style, not, as one that is, not one that is still developing. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't appeal to me. And I don't want to beat up a kid that I enjoy watching. I'm not buying it, Matt. Nobody's buying it, bro. I wasn't buying it when he ran circles around me when I was – he just, he knows. He knows anybody with a ground game will literally take his soul. And then he, he's not that good. He's not that good. Mickey Gold just do, doing the cool thing, just calling out e- – and he's doing the right thing. He's, like, calling out easy fights. He's maturing in the UFC, getting his confidence, and – eventually he'll have to run into somebody tough. Like, like if he has to fight like another black or brown belt with some decent striking or decent wrestling, that's going to be a real challenge for him. But if he just keeps fighting strikers, he just has to keep working on his wrestling and his jiu-jitsu, and that's all, and he's good, you know? The thing I like about Mickey Gall is he, after every fight, he is calling out somebody. Every single fight. He's none of that... 
Whoever the UFC wants to give me, I'll fight. I'll fight whoever they want to give me. No, none of that shit. He's like, he's like, find Pat Militich. Bring him back. I'll fight him. I don't care. Pretty imp- I love it. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Also, drop Sage Northcutt with, with that, uh, that punch after he was getting tooled by Sage Northcutt on the feet, but not on the ground. He, he had pretty good control of that thing on the ground. Um, did you see that fight? I didn't. I didn't see oh, that fight. Sage Northcutt started to talk trash to him during the middle of the fight. What do you think Sage Northcutt would have said? Something really corny. Something like, I hope you go to Kroger, and whenever you buy the milk, it's expired. <laughs> did he say that? No, I wish he would. Oh, what did he say? He's, I guess Mickey Gall said to him, you're getting tired. And Sage goes, I never get tired. And then he punched Mickey Gall in the face, and he goes, ooh, that was a good one. Oh, man. Nice. I put on Twitter that I bet he said, after you get out of the shower, I hope you put your socks on and you step in a wet spot and you have to find new socks. Ha <laughs> ha! That's probably Sage Northcutt level trash talk right there. He is like 19, right? Or 20? He's 20. He's 20. 20. Apparently, he went to the Diaz brothers and talked with them a little bit and was like, maybe I need a little help on the ground. That is like Hulk Hogan going to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and forming the NWO right there. You got the wholesome baby face. Do, do you? That's that's a really big comparison, my friend. That's <laughs> you got the wholesome white meat baby face. Thumbs up. Take your vitamins, guys. Hey, hey. Yeah. And he finds these two dudes. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I feel like the Diaz brothers have, you know, they're, they're fan favorites as well. They're just like, you know, the the working man, hardcore fan favorite, you know. Well, I like the Sage Northcutt's like the poster boy fan favorite. Uh-oh, Matt. It's happening. I found evidence. Here we go. No. I hope you're ready. hope you're ready for this. Well, we'll see. Here we go. Sage Northcutt, NWO. <laughs> is that what he really looks like? No, no, no. That's not that's not a legit picture that's photoshopped. The oh. beard is painted on. Okay. <laughs> what if he did? What if he went full heel and did that? Would you ever paint on a beard, Matt? Mm-hmm. No, I guess I You I, don't seem like a I, beard. Guy. I guess I should say never. Well, like, I, I try to pride myself on, like, yeah, I really don't want to, like, paint my face or do any corny crap. But then again, I did paint my face as a, you know, cat with Sammy Callahan and Tommaso Ciampa and all those guys and do a bunch of other goofy shit. So, Shoved a thumb up a guy's ass. Did thumbs up butts and, uh, you know, so. Crowd pop for it, though. Yeah, you know, I, I knew what I was getting into and how many times you get to work with so many stallions in one ring in front of that crowd. You know, PW, PWG is a magical place, you know. It is. I, I wish 
I want to see them live as well. Yeah, I'm a little pumped now, now that I know that you're going to be wrestling in San Antonio, the day of NXT TakeOver. And they did the smart thing, and they made the show at 2 p.m. local time. We do it all the time, bro. I know you do. I know you do. We, we, but there we, are some times. We always, when... we always, we worked with the WWE. We, we, we do these shows with them. We do it too because there's the diehard fans. And the real fans that want to see well, some I, good wrestling. I did message the people that I will be in San Antonio with, and I said, hey, we need to go watch Matt wrestle. I'll buy the tickets. Whoa. So, how about that? How about Whoa. That? <coughs> God, Matt. Whoa. You coughed into your hand? What a sicko. What else do you cough? Should I just cough. Cough with... in your elbow. Okay. In your elbow. You what the with what hand. the fuck? Why would I cough into my elbow joint? Well, because you don't touch things with your elbows. You're not like look. I germs can't everywhere. wash my fucking elbow joint. How? What if I want to hug yeah, somebody? Can. I hu- I headlock people. <laughs> I headlock people. I body lock people. I, I'm I'm doing stuff with my arms. Oh my God, man! If anything, I'm just touching myself. It's the new wave of not getting sick. Uh, Coughing in the elbow. You just do a little dab. <coughs> Here you go. Uh, See, it's simple. It's simple. That way, you're not like, <laughs> "Here, let me shake your hand, man." Do the Matt I, Riddle. Let's shake your yeah, hand. Yeah, I catch point it. Catch point you to death with my sickness. Oh. I beat my wife in Popomatic Trouble last week, and I made her do the catch point handshake with me. I really need to she, start editing the audio from this show because you just started that off with "I beat my wife," and I was like, "Ah oh, shit!" I I, I, could really, I I just said it back though, so it's like we're both in trouble. Yeah. See. Well, I mean, hey, there's there's audio of you saying that in the past, correct? Oh, no, I never said I beat my wife. I said I beat my kids. <laughs> and I said that so sarcastically. See, you're even. You did. See, you're laughing now, but I said something about beating my kids again. And the next thing is like, rising wrestling star. And they're going to like, and WWE is going to make like Evolve never go near their shows. Like, they'll oh, get a man. restraining order in the United States. But yeah, but like I said, that's not the case. Don't beat my kids. I love them to death. They're amazing. Yeah, I remember when that interview happened and I was like, well, Matt's being a smart ass. It was very, very obvious. You know? I, and I couldn't believe that was used as fuel. Like, Dana White's like, the guy says he beats his kids. I was like, come on. He also said he hates pirates. Like, like I, I don't take that seriously. We just ran a twenty-minute bit on you hating pirates. It wasn't serious. You know, Jesus it's it's a it's a ridiculous world we live in today. You know, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? The little mini documentary video thing on you from Beyond Wrestling last week. I saw you from Beyond. It. I think I think so. You posted it on your Facebook. The one that starts with you, and it's all up in your face, and you're like, I'm Matt Riddle, I'm a professional wrestler. Oh, no, that wasn't for Beyond That. was. I think it's called Beyond like the Cap or Beyond the Hat yeah, or maybe. something. 
But it, that was for high spots. Yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, high spots. Yeah, yeah, get get that shit right, you jabron. No, hey. oh, hey. that was mean. And right before the holidays, I apologize. How I, dare I, you? I'm sorry. But yeah, they did a really good job. They they we did that the same day of the PWX tournament, right before I wrestled at Beyond as well. It was at Matt Tremont the next night, and yeah, it was really it was really good we just they filmed me wrestling doing my thing and they interviewed me for like a couple hours after the show and they got some good footage they put some cool music behind it you know they made me look good i was i was tanning i could tell you you were pretty tan yeah what was that the summer no, that was literally a couple months ago at the PWX tournament. Like it was literally like two, three months ago. No, I, I I go tanning. Like there's a tanning bed. Do you have one, or do you just is there is there just one? I am not that successful at professional wrestling yet. One day I will have my own <laughs> tanning bed. But really, well, I mean, we have one. I have one for my wife, but I mean, whoa! I could just walk outside and like for five minutes, and I'm. Tan, like, it, but isn't it cold in Kentucky? It is, but it does. It doesn't matter. I go out in the direct sunlight. Hey, I moved my desk here in front of this window. I'd say probably in about three weeks I'll be tan. Well, just the way I am, man. It's weird, but yeah, it's real cold in Kentucky. Did you all get that? Well, you were gone, but we got that weather the other day where it went from ten degrees to sixty-eight degrees, back to twenty-five degrees. <laughs> Oh, look at you again! Both hands. Right. Golf it into your hands. Right. You're a savage. Right. Uh, you know the weather was cold. The I mean the weather was cold in China. The weather was cold in Boston and New York. The weather was cold in Pennsylvania. California was okay, and then uh, London and England was cold. And so, uh, and then Pennsylvania's cold again. Today's actually kind of warm, though. I feel like it's like 30, 40 degrees, so pretty nice. We uh, have a girl who works for us who lives in Australia, Anna Bauert. And uh, she sent me a snap the other day, and the temperature gauge read 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. They're they're uh, they're winter. Summer. There's winter yeah. is our summer. Our summers are winter. Very jealous. Very very jealous. Well, they still have winter there, so it's, like, don't be too jealous. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Before we go, so the UFC started this 145 pound title. It was very obvious why they did it. It was Chris Cyborg. And then people just saw saw their brains out. Until they can't, yeah. until they can't play. Like, but look at Lesnar. It worked for Lesnar. He only yeah. had to pay well, like a quarter mil. Well, I mean, apparently he was on dick pills too. And of course, I've gotten like six messages already on Twitter. People saying cyborg and those dick pills. <laughs> I promise you, you're not the first. You're not the hundredth to make the fucking joke, guys. I've seen it. I see all the tweets. I'm scrolling down. I see them. All right. Also, before we go, name one Christmas movie that is absolute trash, Matt. Oh. Got to get rid of it. At, 
Absolute trash Christmas a popular movie. One. Popular one. Yes. Oh. Jingle all the way. I was about to say that. And and it's a popular reason, one. People like it. it. They tune in for the governor. The big show was in it. He made uh, a cameo. Yeah, he, he was one of the Santas and like the, the elves or whatever in the warehouse. Yeah. I loved it when I was little. I watched it when I got older, and I was like, this is stupid. Also, I got told I looked like the little kid in the movie a lot. So, uh, fuck that. Yeah, I hear you. I was actually offended when uh, I wrestled the Young Bucks. They come out to Mbop. Really? PWG. So when they came out to that, I was offended because when I went to middle school, mm-hmm. I got compared to Hanson I can see that. So I could see that. Like the Mbop brought back those memories, and then me and Jeff Cobb just shot on him and won. That's fantastic. I mean, you all got to be in line for a title shot. We are, actually. We are. Uh, Give those man shittle tots. What's that? Give those man shittle tots. Man shittle tots to give me the title shots. You're absolutely right. Mm Mm-hmm. I need them. I need I need belts 2017. I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. I need to just just lay back with a plethora of belts and be like, this is my house, you know, and sing like that with my belts. Then we can say Fightful.com's Matt Riddle became PWG Tag Team Champion. Oh, yeah, and I, I had to get some new gear made up. So oh, really? I'm going to be putting that Fightful logo on there. Yeah. Got that. And yeah. I, got, I got Fightful logo. I got Sexy Ads. Got that real wide. I got a couple other companies as well. So, the you know, the shorts are starting to get what's, filled up. What's the dance? What's the dance? What is that? I feel like you're about to stop dancing and cough into your disgusting hand, but. <sighs> uh, no. I was just, you know. That can be your taunt whenever you whenever you want to do the catch point handshake to somebody you disrespect, cough into it or sneeze into it first. No, people people respect my hands regardless of what you think. Like the thing is, this is the thing. Like you saw me cough into both my hands. If I saw you right now, like two minutes from now, you would shake my hand. I'd have to ask you to put Purell on it, man. I would I would literally hold you down and shake it. And if you well, wanted, I mean, if you did that, I wouldn't have much of a fucking choice, Matt. It, well, you have a choice. Just shake it and wash your hand <laughs> if you feel that strong about That's it. disgusting, dude. I have a disgusting. great... My immune system is so strong, you're good. Like, you're so uh, good. Matt, I don't know if you've noticed this throughout your life. You're 30 years old. Right, 31 maybe? You're about to be 31? I'm about to be 31 years old. You're composed a little fucking differently than most human beings, Matt. Dude, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be fine. The genetics, uh, we ain't on the same playing field here, Matt. The genetics are the same. If you saw the rest of my family, you would say the genetics. The genetics are the same. It's what you put into, you know, those genetics. Nah, I disagree. It's mostly mental, too. 
Guys, follow Matt at Matt Riddle Tough. Uh, of course, visit Fightful.com. We have all kinds of Christmas stuff for you this weekend. We have features, boxing, MMA, wrestling. Uh, the Friday show, Shane Helms, the Hurricane, talks his experiences throughout Royal Rumbles from his oh. – uh, Oh, wait, hold on. And, and I'm grappling Jeff Cobb at Submission Underground January 29th. What? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they, like, made that announcement. But I talked to, like, Cobb was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So that that's happening. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to drop that ball. Maybe you should. I mean, I haven't agreed on prices or anything. But I would imagine they're going to they're gonna pass. So. But, yeah, i got to drop that bombshell now all yeah. over the, the internet. So there you go. That's big. That's big time. Submission Underground's doing it right. They're doing it right. You know, they got an Olympic wrestler going against, you know, MMA outcast and pro wrestling superstar, you know. So. Wow. It's going to be good. Wow. So, yeah, so. You know, there's a lot going on, plus that Evolve weekend, plus, you know, I'm going to Europe, wrestling for progress, wrestling in Shibata in January. Oh, I can't wait. Jan- Jan- no, January is a big, I'm turning 31 in January. January is a big month. Big month. I, I got to ask you this. There was uh, a OTD in February. I go to Ireland, bro. There was a tweet you put out. Last month, that looked like it may have been a, supposed to be a DM, where it said, "Book me versus Shibata." I talked to PCW. Yeah, was that meant to be a DM. That was supposed to be a direct message. <laughs> I it was. I got like I was on an airplane, and Delta does free uh, T-Mobile Wi-Fi on the airplane. So I was getting text messages, but I couldn't pull up my Twitter and messages on Twitter. But I could yeah. pull up all my like text messages. So I was getting the text messages from the direct messages from RevPro. So I was just responding back through the text, but that was going right to my feed. Oh, wow. I saw that and I was like, that looks like a DM. It was. It, it was definitely a DM. But hey, it worked. I got it the caused match. buzz too. Yeah. Buzz behind that. that I was, got that the match. Cool. You know, I don't know if he wanted the match, but uh <laughs> the people in England uh everywhere I go it's I'll be honest, everywhere I go wrestling wise, people are very receptive. People like what I bring to the table, so you know, things are good. Well, Matt, thank you for dropping that bombshell on us. Uh, you guys can follow Matt at Riddle Tough. You can follow me at Sean Rossat. Follow us at Fightful Online on Twitter and Facebook. We have some cool new stuff coming for the new year. Uh, more content than ever before. We have a full slate of content throughout Christmas weekend. Keep checking the site. We don't have dead periods at Fightful.com. We don't. We, we, work. we work. We grind. Yeah. We grind through the stories. We cough into our hands, and then when we get sick, we just tough it out. <sighs> Gross. Gross. Matt, I hope you have a great Christmas, you and your family. You too, buddy. Guys, tune in tomorrow. I'm talking to Shane Helms about his Royal Rumble experiences from winning the Cruiserweight title to 
getting dropped on his knee to getting tossed over the rope by uh, Steve Austin and Triple H. All kinds of fun stuff there. Till next time, guys, we're out.